you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Friday, December 2nd, and you're listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest. She is the host of NFL Total Access, the broadcast, and the co-host of the L Huddle podcast. She currently sits in second place, one game back of Thomas Davis Sr. in the TA Picks and Predictions game. But because her principles weigh more than her pride, she will not be picking the Browns to win another game this season. Rankings be damned. She is MJ Acosta Ruiz. Welcome back, MJ. I can't believe TD's not here and he's still in the lead. I know. <laughs> so it's not Can't right. escape it. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and you know the Friday drill around here. We are picking winners, predicting scores, making stat projections for a few Sunday stars, and providing predictive analytics-based point totals for a few Sunday contests. We're also serving up four not-so-obvious fantasy quarterback plays, which might be more productive than the arm you are currently counting on in your league. This is your official viewer's guide to week 13 in the NFL. But before we look ahead, MJ, let's take one last look back at this. He takes the snap. He shuffles back. He rolls to his right. Allen outside the pocket. He's being chased by Mac Wilson. He throws along the sidelines. He finds a receiver. Touchdown, Buffalo. Bills, Patriots. Thursday night football final score. Bills 24, Pats 10. Now Josh Allen with that toss back across his body to Gabe Davis in the back of the end zone. A reminder that this man can extend a play to the limits, the widest millimeters of the football field. Pat's corner Jonathan Jones will likely be excoriated in the film room this week by Bill Belichick. Jones thought the play was over. He quit on it and consequently got burned. MJ, Josh Allen 
had a touch of the turnover flu in weeks eight through 12, seven picks over four games. Now, he didn't throw one last night, but he did cough up a fumble. That's a worry. He takes the snap with the fake inside. He's chased by Uche, who gets the ball. The ball is loose. It's going to be picked up by Judon. Yeah. But for now, the win kind of covers all manner of sins. The Bills hop back above your Dolphins in the AFC East standings, at least for now. My question is this. How important was this win for a Bills team that has kind of allowed doubts about them to corrode their once shiny 2022 narrative? I think the biggest thing about this one is it was the first win in the division for the Bills this season. That's huge, especially at this point in the year when we're looking so closely at playoff seating uh, and at playoff standings at this point. So for them, it wasn't just a necessary win to somewhat quiet the doubts. I don't think they're concerned about that. We heard Josh Allen after the game talking to the TNF crew, and he said, look, whether it's an ugly one, a confusing one, or a ridiculed one, a win is a win is a win. And that's what they're trying to do is figure good teams figure out a way to get the W no matter what. The other story to emerge from this game is the realization that up in Foxborough, mm. Dr. Heckle <laughs> can no longer hide his Mr. Hyde. The normally congenial, inoffensive, wide-smiling Mac Jones went off yeah. on offensive play caller Matt Patricia, saying in considerably stronger terms than you're about to hear me use, stop running the ball. Let me do my thing. And MJ, you kind of love this for Matt. Yeah. Look, that was our family-friendly uh, version of uh, for all our, our lip readers out there who watched the broadcast and saw that moment in slow-mo uh, from Mac Jones. This is what we want to see from a, a young quarterback who's really stepping into his footing, who knows his offense, who knows what he can do more importantly, and who's going who's gonna to call his shot. We were we were asking for Russell Wilson's head for not doing that at the beginning of the season. That's right. He seemed to coach, acquiesce correct. a moment of confusion. So I, I, I like this little spark that we saw from Mac Jones. It's something we haven't seen from, at least I haven't, in, in the last couple of seasons that he's been in the league. You want to see that he, he is that invested in it and that he knows what the best thing is for his offense. Sometimes the coaches don't make the right play call. He's the one in there. And when it's not where it was a paltry performance by that offense last night, it really was 10 points. Come on. Now, they were playing one of the best defenses in the NFL. Sure. I think the 49ers are technically number one, but you could make an argument on many weeks that the Bills are right there toe-to-toe with those 49ers. So to have a poor performance against this team mm-hmm. is hardly an indication of your merits and of your capabilities I would think, MJ, that Ramondre Stevenson isn't going to love what he heard his quarterback say. No, not at all. I mean, he basically said the run game is trash, and I'm still watering it down <laughs> for whatever. Yes, you are. Off. Yes, you are. Um, y- you don't love to see that, but you know what? At least he's keeping it real. Mac Jones keeping it real. Josh Allen keeping it hot, keeping the Bills on the burner. They are now nine and three and have ascended to the top spot in the AFC East. As I mentioned, for now, we will get to a Dolphins pick here in a moment to see if the Dolphins can keep pace and reassume the top spot in the AFC East. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is NFL Total Access, the podcast. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy. And today I am joined by MJ Acosta Ruiz, who has her week 13 schedule in place. She has made her picks. I watched that she did so not without some degree of agonizing this week. Yeah. MJ's normal Friday cohort, Thomas Davis Sr., can't be with us today, but he has sent in his picks. I will be his proxy. Are you ready, MJ? Oh, yes. Let's do this. You heard the nervous tremor in her voice. This one shouldn't be too hard. We will start with the Jags and the Lions. The Jags are four and seven. They visit the Lions in Detroit, who are also four and seven. The Jags are one-and-a-half-point favorites, road favorites in this game, and it's not difficult to actually see why. The Lions' defense is ranked dead last in the NFL. Scoring defense, dead last in the NFL. They are worst in the NFL on defense in terms of third down and in terms of yards per play. They are third worst at big play defense. So clearly, you can make some headway against this Lions team, whether it's on the road or at home. The Jags, this number jumps out to me, MJ. The Jags have the ninth-ranked offense in the NFL. They have the ninth-ranked rushing offense, and they are sixth-best at keeping Trevor Lawrence clean. This is a recipe for a surprisingly good Jags team that may be looking at that number. I'm surprised they only have four wins on the schedule. Too long an intro. What's past is prologue. Who wins this game, and how do they do it? Uh, I'm taking the Jags uh, to win this one for sure. I think it's going to be a closer game. I'm trying to find my score here because I went for a second. For one second, I thought maybe I should pick the Lions. And it's not because I'm really trying to gain some ground on <laughs> on TD, who has the lead in our pick standings. Um, but 
just because the way the Lions have been playing this year, man, they put it all out on the field and they have been in some really, really tight and close games. But the Jaguars really impressed me last week. They were really gritty against the Ravens. They found a way to get the W. And so I'm, I'm carrying that momentum. They had a, a pretty late bye, too, just before that Ravens game. And I think they're still pretty fresh coming off of that. Um, so for those reasons, I am taking the Jaguars. MJ agrees with the odds makers, says that the Jags will win on the road in Detroit. Can I have a score? Uh, let's go 21 to 17. 21-17, MJ says the Jags will beat the Lions in Detroit. Thomas Davis Sr., his score is 23-17. Oh, God. But he has the Lions winning this does. one. So if you are right and he is wrong, you have just gained that one <laughs> game difference between the two of you in the rankings. Next game, NFC East, Commanders mm. and Giants. Commanders on the road at MetLife, also a road favorite. Two and a half oh. points was the opening line in this one. Thomas Davis Sr. says the Commanders will win this one in a tight one, 17-14. He once wore the burgundy of gold of Washington, yep. so whether he can be objective or not remains to be seen. You certainly can be. Who wins it, MJ, and how? I, I really liked the Commanders coming into this. I think the way Taylor Heineke has been, no pun intended, commanding this offense and leading this team. They've got a little streak going. They do have I a streak going of three, three straight wins. And, of course, the streak on the other side for the New York Giants is not the kind of streak you're looking for. Two straight no. losses heading into this one. Correct. But all that being said, I'm still going to go with Dayball and this Giants team 25-20. to 20. Part of it is it's my husband's team. It's his birthday, so I feel like I could give him a little bit of nod. Don't want to pick against his team on the day of his birth. But there, there's just something about the way that Dable has galvanized this team, has gotten this team rolling, has righted the ship with Daniel Jones for all intents and purposes this season. Uh, it, it, it doesn't, it makes me not want to discount this team or sleep on this giant squad this year. So I'm taking the, the G-men. If MJ is right, and she very well may be, don't be surprised if it's because of this stat alone. The Washington offense ranked 20 sixth in the NFL at picking up first downs on third down. The New York Giants defense, seventh best in the NFL at preventing teams from picking up first downs on third down. Three and outs could very well be in Heineke's future. Next game, Titans and Eagles. This one is a fascinating matchup of two teams well within mm -hmm. the playoff picture. This one goes down in Philly. Philly, the home team, favored by five and a half. The Philly defense is the second-ranked defense in the NFL. The Titans offense is the 29th-ranked offense in the NFL. Mm. The Philly offense is the fourth-ranked offense in the NFL, and the Titans defense is ranked 21st. Games are not played on paper, but if they were played on paper, this would be a rout. Yeah. And yet the Titans continue to compete. They continue to win. They have seven wins against four losses. They are coming into this game off of that Week 12 loss to the Bengals. The Eagles enter this game, of course, on the backs of two straight wins at Indianapolis and at home against the Packers. MJ, who wins it? How do they do it? I think the Eagles are just the stronger team in this sense. We've talked so much this season about the Titans just being a gritty, physical squad. I just think the Eagles are more balanced in this sense. And when you get to this point in the year, 
you have to see the totality of a team. And for me, that's the Eagles. 10-1, and one, first in the NFC East, and that's not a division we thought was going to be a, a cakewalk, but they've made it very difficult this year. I have the Eagles winning 28-20. to 28-20. to 20. TD agrees with you. Thomas Davis Sr. says Philly wins 24-20. MJ says Eagles win 28-20. Next game, Packers and Bears. Aaron Rodgers could not resist playing against the team that he owns, that he claims an ownership stake in. The game goes down in Chicago at Soldier Field, or Soldier Fields, (laughs) as we now call it. The Packers are favored on the road by four. And yet the Packers defense is the 31st ranked defense in the NFL when facing the rush. Their rushing defense is second worst in the NFL, and the Bears' rushing offense is the best rushing offense in the NFL. Justin Fields could run riot against this Packers team if we believe the numbers. I believe you, MJ, who wins it. How do they do it? Uh, I'm going to go with with history on this one, and I'm going to take the Packers 26-22. to I think it will be a lot closer uh, than people think because of the aforementioned skills of one Justin Fields and what he does on the ground for his squad. Uh, But at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers just knows how to bring this team down. He's too good at it. Uh, And he's due for for a W, certainly. The Packers have lost back-to-back ones now. The Bears have lost, what, five? Five straight. Five straight. They're depleted and maybe a little defeated internally. Um, So I think Rodgers definitely finds a way. He's been getting it going a little bit better offensively, too, with his young receivers, Christian Watson specifically. Uh, So I think he um, does a little, what is it, discount double check or whatever he calls it, (laughs) one more time. Yeah. And you know what? I think it's fair to say, I think you're probably right when we talk about teams being due. It's easier for me to metabolize hearing that the Packers are due for a win Yes, having lost two straight. I think when you lose five straight, as the Bears have, no team in the NFL that has lost five straight is due Due for for anything other than perhaps another comeuppance. MJ sees a four-point gap in this game, 26-22. Thomas Davis Sr. says the gap will be seven. He has the Packers winning this one, 21-14. Next game, Broncos on the road in Baltimore to take on the Ravens, the recently reeling Ravens, Mm. who, of course, lost in strange, heartbreaking fashion, certainly from their perspective, to Trevor Lawrence and the Jags in Week 12. The gap in this one, the line in this one, is eight and a half. That's a big number, but you can certainly see why. The rushing offense of the Baltimore Ravens ranked second in the NFL, and yet the Broncos' total defense is the third-ranked defense in the NFL. So we have kind of a strength-on-strength matchup, and yet there is so little to believe in in terms of that Broncos offense that it's hard to imagine where points and a win might come from. Do you agree who wins it, MJ, and how do they do it? I mean, yeah, I'm going with the Ravens, especially after a one-point loss uh, to the Jags last week. They need a W. They need to get that bad taste out of their mouth, and the Broncos are just a team who can provide those opportunities. Not only do they know that they are stronger in that sense, I do believe the Ravens are the stronger team here. They know that they cannot lose this game because everyone expected them to win last week against the Jaguars and they dropped it by one. Way too close for comfort. They need to make a definitive statement victory against Denver and I think the Ravens will win it 35-20. to 20. 35-20, that is a 15-point gap. That is considerable. That would give the Broncos a fourth straight loss. 
Thomas Davis Sr. agrees with you. He sees a 16-point gap. He Ooh. says that the Ravens will beat the Broncos 26-10. to 10. Wow. The next game is a very difficult one in my head to pick. It is the Steelers on the road in the ATL to take on the Falcons. The Steelers are road favorites in this one. The line opened at one and a half. Thomas Davis sees this one as a 20-14 to 14 win for mm. The Steelers for the road favored team. Numbers that stand out to me, none of them are good. Steelers offense ranked 29th in the NFL. Atlanta defense ranked 29th in the NFL. Weakness on weakness. The Pittsburgh Steelers passing defense ranked 30th in the NFL. The Atlanta Falcons passing offense ranked 31st in the NFL. It's hard to see where points are going to come from in this one. Who wins this one, and is the final score three to two? Right. I mean, the Steelers have not been putting up a ton of points uh, this season. Their highest scoring game was of 30, but I do have them winning this. I think having T.J. Watt back is a big help. I think Pickett is finally starting to really get it and find his own groove, and I just think um, that the Falcons have lost way- found ways to lose games this year. Uh, so I have the Steelers winning this one. I don't think they hit 30. 25 to 17. 25-17 is how MJ sees it going down. That's a win for you, Pittsburgh. TD agrees. Steelers, 20. Falcons, 14. Next game, Browns-Texans. Browns, the road favorite, seven points. The odds makers say the gap is in that one. The Browns are four and seven. The Texans are one, nine, and one. The big story, of course, the return of Deshaun Watson. Of course, the subtext is he's returning to the place that he last played. MJ, who wins this? How do they do it? I think the Texans snap their six-game losing streak um, and make a statement of their own. I think the Texans win it 21-15. to 21-15 Texans in the upset, says MJ Acosta-Ruiz. Thomas Davis played it a little safer. He sees the Browns taking this one 23-10. Keep in mind that the Houston Texans offense is the last-ranked offense in the NFL, and they have the 29th ranked defense in the NFL. This is a very difficult statistical measure to overcome, but I think what we will see on Sunday morning in Houston is not about stats. This is about Mm storyline. This is about a team trying to prove to themselves that we didn't need you in the first place. This is about another team trying to prove that we are going to be better with our returning quarterback. Let's see who's right. We'll talk about that one on Monday. Next game is the last game of the morning slate. It is the Jets in Minnesota to take on the Vikings. The Vikings, a three-point favorite in this one, which, as we know, is an ostensible pick This one could be close. Perhaps this one should be close. Thomas Davis sees this as a win for the visiting gang green. He has the Jets winning this one. 28-21. MJ, do you agree? You know I went back and forth on this quite a bit. This was a tougher one for me to pick. Initially, my first gut reaction was, I'm taking Vikings. And then I started thinking real, real hard about what the Jets have been doing, how Mike White has come in and reignited a lightning bolt, literally, um, onto this offense. And Sauce Gardner is a force. This Jets defense is a force, as is head coach Robert Sala. But I'm, and I hope I don't regret this, I'm going to believe the Vikings on what they've shown us this year. Nine and two, first in the NFC North, positioned properly in the playoff picture. 
I think they get the W here, and I think the Vikings win 27 to 20. 27-20, MJ sees the Vikings getting the home win. Again, Thomas Davis says 28-21. The Jets mm. will take this one. A couple numbers for you to consider, listener. The Minnesota Vikings' difficulties on defense. They are the 31st-ranked defense in the NFL. They are dead last against the pass. And to MJ's point, that New York Jets defense is absolutely for real. Fifth-ranked total defense, fourth-ranked scoring defense. This one should be fascinating. Don't miss it. We interrupt this podcast to bring you four fantasy quarterback options for any of you who have, shall we say, concerns about your current QB1. Adam Rank, serve it up. Here it comes. It's fantasy hot sauce. Yeah, let's go. It is Friday. Who is ready for the hot sauce? We have four quarterbacks you can stream and play this week and last week. Our El Diablo sauce was so hot, we might be bringing it back. Let's start with the mild Jimmy Garoppolo. No. Oh, no, no. Attractive guy. We like I him. No, no, no. Bad. It's mild, MJ. This is for the people who they have that, that delicate palate who can't play one of our spicier quarterbacks and they got to walk in there and be like, oh, I can't handle the green sauce. I need that mild pico de gallo. And going up against this team, the Dolphins, it might not work out for them, but still, it's a mild choice nice. right there. Let's get spicy. Nice. Who's getting spicy with ringing. me? Trevor Lawrence has been playing very well over the last couple of games. He is now stepping up, looking like that Stop number one it. quarterback. That's right. Let's hear it one more time. Duval! <laughs> that is right. Three games in a row he has been playing fantastic, including last week when he had 300 passing yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions for the first time in his career, and now he's got a team that does not play defense very well. I'm not trying to make fun of anybody on the set or anything like that. Uh but that defense your burner phone's Detroit. ringing I'm gonna pick it up here's your regular phone here's your burner phone I'm gonna pick this one up Put you know you're not supposed to pick up the burner phone everybody knows this all right Look at the you know what this is where I try to get back on your good side because our three alarm guy Jared Goff oh yeah there you go put that burner phone down now here's the thing this is another opportunity we saw last week the Baltimore Ravens were able to drive up and down the field against our friends down in Duval County you know, if not for a couple of missteps by Lamar Jackson, he would have had a monster game. But here's the thing. This is going to be one of the highest scoring games on the weekend. Either one oh. of these quarterbacks are perfect to play. Now, finally, it is time for El Diablo. <gasps> last week, last week, I came out on this show talking about my team. And I said, listen, I am going to tell you something that you need to know. Mike White can play quarterback in this league. I even implored you to start him against the Chicago Bears. How'd that work out? I'll tell you how it worked out. 300 yards. Three touchdowns wow. this week. He's going up against the Minnesota Vikings, another team that has been beset by injuries, another team that is not stopping anybody through the air. And while I think at some point, Puma, it's a Cinderella situation, <laughs> but I know I'm calling you out because you don't believe. I believe in El Diablo. Ah, oh, there it is. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, we gave you picks and predictions. Now let's get even more specific with stat projections for Justin Jefferson, for Derrick Henry, for Saquon Barkley, who's coming off of two bad performances statistically, and for T. Higgins, who, of course, goes up against the Chiefs at home in that fascinating Chiefs and Bengals game, which we will pick in a moment. But first, Cynthia Freeland has stat projections for those four. She also has point totals for the Browns and Texans game, for the Titans and Eagles game, and for the Jags and Lions game. As always, listener, please use this information wisely. Time for a little more or less, and let's start with one Justin Jefferson. He's been tearing up defenses. Will he have more or less than 85 and a half yards against the Jets? Sauce. Sauce? Well, he's going to have less. I have 77 yards. Still a great game for him, though. 77 receiving yards and a touchdown. So it's going to be okay, Justin Jefferson, fantasy owners. However, (laughs) this defense, they bring the heat without using the extra pass rusher, which means they can drop more guys Mm -hmm. into coverage, which means it's going to be a lot harder for Justin Jefferson to just have like this ridiculously high yardage situation. And of course, Sauce and of course, DJ Reed, because they might not match up on every down. There's a lot happening. A lot going on, but I love this Jets defense. Same, same, same. All right. Will Derrick Henry bounce back and have more than 88 and a half yards against the Eagles? D? You know, I double, triple, quadruple check this one because (laughs) we haven't seen this in a while, but I have 99 rush yards for Derrick Henry in this matchup. Why? Well, everybody and their brother knows that the ball is going to Derrick Henry, Mm -hmm. but this is their best chance to succeed. That secondary for the Eagles is a nightmare, so throwing the ball is going to be a lot harder. So I think that there's going to be lots of wrinkles and folds. We've seen all of the tricks that the Titans can pull out to get the ball to their number one guy. Just give him a little bit of work to run with. Just just a little bit more. He's going to have a good game. And when he doesn't have that he'll just bulldoze through people right. anyway. Yeah, but so, just, you know. Speaking of, Saquon has been bottled up lately, only 61 yards in the last two games, Cynthia. Will he have more than 71 and a half rush yards on Sunday? 
I have 81 rush yards okay. forecast for him. Why? Because of where he runs. Stay away from those guys from Alabama <laughs> in the middle. Run to the outside. He has 161. That's plus. Those are rushing yards over expected on outside rushes. That's the third most among running backs this season. This is where he, he stay away from those guys in the Stop middle. It. And Saquon Barkley has been running to the outside. And I am certain that Brian Dable has a lot to the outside and maybe some short passes for Saquon Barkley in this matchup. Self-preservation, man. All right, let's talk about T. Higgins. Will he have more or less than 70 and a half receiving yards against the Chiefs? Okay, so I have 68 forecast for him. Okay. Because Jamar Chase is there. So we do have some splits on this, right? He's averaging 92.8 receiving yards per game when Jamar Chase isn't there, but only 65 when he does play. But not only that, I think that when you're you're looking at this opportunity, the Chiefs are kind of low-key much better at pressure than maybe Mm. we think of when we think of the Chiefs. So maybe shorter passes are going to be a much smarter opportunity for Joe Burrow to keep everything nice. By the way, he hasn't been throwing downfield as well in his last season either so both of those things 68 people it's not like that bad it's not nothing no it's not that bad and a touchdown he's going to be fine it's gonna be fine yeah nobody panic all right Cynthia exact scores and numbers let's start with the Titans and Eagles both teams have playmakers that can run it Mm -hmm. over under 44 and a half in this one well, I have a whopping 45 points, 25 <laughs> to 24, the Eagles in this matchup. So that is more. I do think that A.J. Brown sees the end zone. I love a little bit of a revenge. Mm-hmm. Best mm-hmm. served against, you know, the Titans. Very well. All right. Jaguars, Lions. Over, under, this seems like a lot. 51 and a half points. The Lions have been putting up a lot of points this season. Okay. Well, can I get the homer thing? Because I never get to pick the Lions. Yeah. And I'm picking the Lions in this one, 25 to 24. Yes! Proudly. Proudly a homer in this matchup. <laughs> But only 49 points, 25-24 in this matchup. I don't think it's going to be a huge score fest. Still still a sure. high-scoring game, but not oh, that 50 is too much. All right, finally, Browns-Texans over under 46.5 points in this one, Sid. Okay, so I have 29-21 to 21 in favor of the Browns. Why? Because the Texans' defense allows everyone to run all over them, and we know Nick Chubb can do that. So that would be more. That's 50 points, so more more points than that. Okay, now we turn to the remaining game picks for the afternoon and evening games on Sunday and for that NFC South head-scratcher on Monday. MJ, we will start with the Hawks mm. and the Rams across the street. Seahawks at 6-5, and five, suddenly reeling two straight losses wow. after that surprising start to the season. Are they getting back to what they were always meant to be this season, or is this a blip on the radar? They take on the defending Super Bowl champion L.A. Rams. Nobody bothered to tell them that. They are 3-8. and eight. They enter this game on the backs of five straight losses. MJ, do Geno Smith and the Hawks give them a sixth straight loss? I think they do. We haven't really seen that that Seahawks team that surprised us all the first nine weeks of the season since the Munich game. They've had a bye since there and a loss to the Raiders since that as well. But I think they know that this Rams team is discombobulated at best uh, at the moment. So they have to strike while the iron's hot in a divisional game. I think the Seahawks get this win and they do so 27-19. to 27-19. TD agrees that the Seahawks win his score. Seahawks 26, Rams 13. A couple numbers that struck me as interesting. The Seahawks have the 30th ranked defense in the NFL. You can score against this Seahawks team. The question for the Rams, of course, is, well, who's going to do that? With their offense, their offense is ranked 31st in the NFL. That is second worst 
if you're scoring at home, we certainly are here. Next game, MJ, here comes the anxiety mm-hmm. bowl for you. It is the Dolphins and the 49ers. Your Miami Dolphins in Santa Clara to take on Jimmy G, Christian McCaffrey, and that team of weapons and options for Kyle Shanahan on both sides of the ball. The 49ers are three and a half point favorites in this game. When you consider how many guys may be out of this game, I think that number flatters them a little bit. But you're the expert. You tell me who wins this game and how do they do it? You know, both both of these teams are are dealing with injuries and it's, it's sort of hard to gauge which is a tougher hit to them. You got CMC and Debo Samuel on Shanahan's side who are both banged up trying to get right. Uh, they will be out there. They're going to make sure of it. Um, but both starting tackles for the Dolphins are hurt. That's huge yes, for their is. run game. That's huge for Tua's comfortability inside the pocket for getting out that ball fast. He's ranked fifth in the league in, in getting the ball out quick. 2.6 seconds is what he's averaging. He's going to have to be even quicker than that. I think Mike McDaniel also knows the challenge going up with his former boss, if you will, in Kyle Shanahan, a guy who he worked alongside for over a decade. Um, but I think the track speed of the Dolphins is going to be what leads them to a victory here in a very close game. 28-25 Finns out of Santa Clara. 28-25. MJ says her Dolphins will get the win on the road against the the highly respected, vaunted (laughs) 49ers roster. A roster that still hasn't played up to its billing, if we're being honest. Dolphins enter this game with an 8-3 record. 49ers enter this game with a 7-4 and four record. But the one thing that we know, both of these teams are playing their best football at the mm-hmm. best time. Your Dolphins come into this one on the backs of five straight wins. Their opponent, the 49ers, come into this one on the backs of four straight wins. Oh, a number to look at, total defense, San Francisco 49ers, the best team yep. in the NFL. Total offense, the Miami Dolphins rank third in the NFL. This is a strength-on-strength matchup. This may be the best game of the weekend. If you can only watch one or two, man, you got to give this one a look. Dolphins, 49ers, Sunday, 4.05 Eastern. Should be fascinating. Let's see if TD and MJ are both right. They both pick the Dolphins. Next game, Chargers and Raiders. This one is in Vegas. The Chargers enter this one as one-and-a-half point favorites. This one is the head-scratcher bowl for me. Chargers enter at 6-5. and Raiders enter at 4-7. and Chargers did get a win last time out after two straight losses. The Raiders did get a win themselves. That is their second straight win. Hard to predict what we will see from each of these teams in any week so far this season, in any scenario, against any opponent. MJ, who wins this, how do they do it? God, this is the most frustrating game because the two teams have been so frustrating this season. With the amount of talent on these teams, what is happening? How are these your records? And how are we still confused about who both the Chargers and the Raiders are in Week 13? It drives me nuts. Yeah, it is bewildering. With that said, I do think the Raiders win this one. Mm. A tight contest as well because these, anytime it's Chargers and Raiders, you know it's going to be a battle. I think the Raiders are, are, are riding a little bit of momentum now. They certainly need to for sure. 
Um, I think they win 28-25. It's going to be a close one, going to come down to the final minutes. 28-25, MJ says the Raiders win at home against the favored Chargers. TD does not agree. Thomas Davis Sr. says the Chargers take this one in a low-scoring contest relative oh. certainly to your score. 20-17, to 17, Thomas Davis huh. says the Chargers win 20-17. to 17. Do not forget that this 4-7 and seven Raiders team boasts the seventh best total offense in the NFL. They are 10th best scoring offense. They are the best team in the league, tied for the best mark in the league at keeping the ball. They are a stingy team. They don't give the ball away, and they are the fifth-ranked team in the NFL at yards per play. It seems to be the recipe for success leading us to all agree with MJ when she says how confused she is because mm -hmm. there they sit at four and seven. Next game, Chiefs and Bengals. It is the TA game of the week. The Kansas City Chiefs enter this one with a record of nine and two. They are the top seed in the AFC. They take on a Bengals team who have won three straight to bring their record to seven and four. They are starting to look a little bit like the team MJ that we saw make that run to the Super Bowl last year. Yep. The Chiefs are favored by two and a half points. Who wins it and how do they do it? Yeah, I, I, I like to think of the whole fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on me again. But it's been three times now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the phrase? Fool me thrice and that's just a gut punch, right? Yeah, so you're is. not being fooled anymore. And I think... Um, Mahomes know, knows what the storyline is right now with Burrow just having his number, Burrow bringing his kryptonite. You think Mahomes wants to go out like that? Absolutely not. Um, I think the Chiefs win it and finally get, get this off their shoulders. 35-28, it'll be a definitive win for the Chiefs. 35-28, MJ says the Chiefs take this one. Thomas Davis Sr. says the Bengals, the home Bengals, get a win here. 30 to 24. But of course, the idiom that MJ was invoking was for a reason. Because, listener, if Joe Burrow and the Bengals win this game, Joe Burrow will become the first quarterback to ever best a Patrick Mahomes led team three straight times. Can he do it? Will he do it? MJ says no. Thomas Davis says yes. Sunday will give us the real answer. The last game on Sunday, Colts. And Cowboys, the Colts at four, seven, and one in Dallas to take on the eight and three fifth seed in the NFC, Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are the number one team in the NFL at sacking opponents' quarterbacks. The Indianapolis Colts are dead last in the NFL at protecting their quarterback. That spells a difficult mm -hmm. and potentially painful night for Matt Ryan in Dallas. Is that how you see this one going down? Is that the difference between these teams, that Dallas D versus an Indianapolis Colts offense that is struggling to keep Matt Ryan on his feet? How does this one go down? Who wins it and how, MJ? I think there's a huge difference between these teams. The Cowboys are the stronger, better team, I think, in, in every aspect of this game. I think the fact that the Cowboys defense is that aggressive when it comes to coming after the quarterback does not bode well for Matt Ryan. Oh, Matty Ice, get the ice ready for after this game for sure. I have the Cowboys winning this 38-20. to 20. 
38 to 20. That is an 18-point gap. Why? Well, don't be surprised, listener. This is the largest line of the weekend. Cowboys are favored in this one by 10 and a half. MJ thinks that that number flatters the Colts. An 18-point gap. She sees it. TD says that the Cowboys will win this one, not quite by as many points, 28 to 17. That's an 11-point mm. gap for him. One game to go. It is the Monday night game, and I have no clue how to pick this one. <laughs> That's why I ask you to do it. It's the Saints at 4-8 and eight, on the road to take on the division rival Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who sit at 5-6 and six, atop, atop, you heard, the NFC South. Now, the Buccaneers can claim one of the worst rushing offenses in the history of the modern game. However, they can claim two things that nobody else can claim the top spot in mm -hmm. the NFC South, and a young man by the name of Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Mm. That's right, I said young. MJ, who wins this game? How do they do it? It's Monday night. I have no clue. This was one of the toughest ones for me to pick as well because the Bucks have not been the Bucks that we've known with Tom Brady at QB pretty much all season, right? We've seen flashes of it here and there. We certainly saw it in Munich. We've seen it on occasion throughout the season. But I do think that they will win this game in particular. But I do think that Tom Brady's jersey will have a lot of grass stains on it um, because Cam Jordan has eyes only for Tom Brady he every time. He loves sacking that man more than anybody man. else in the league. It's like blinders on. There's only one man and on the field. And he isn't shy about sharing. Tom Brady. It's fantastic. But because of not just Cam Jordan, but because of the Saints defense, it was very tough for me. Um, they play them very well. This is their division rival. But I, I do think that the Bucks will manage to get a W because that Saints offense just is not convincing to me. What's the score? What do you? How do you see this one? Bucks win twenty to fifteen. Twenty to fifteen. Thomas Davis is very close. MJ says twenty to fifteen. Thomas Davis says twenty-one to fourteen. Mm. Both of you have the Bucks winning this one. The Bucks, incidentally, are favored by three and a half. Don't be surprised if this game is decided by who keeps the ball and who gives Ooh. the ball away. The Saints' offense last in the NFL in terms of turnovers. They cough up the ball a lot. The Saints' defense last in the NFL at forcing turnovers. The Bucks' offense tied for first in the NFL at not giving the ball away. You keep the ball in Brady's hands. You take the ball away from whoever their quarterback is. Right. That's a recipe for a win. Both MJ and TD say the Bucks will get that win. That brings us to the end of Game Picks. We will check you on this on Monday. Thank you so much for your thoughts and for your predictions. And finally, the message is simple. The request, however, is not. The message, of course, is make me look good. MJ, who are you talking to this week? I have a guess you based on the inkling. face that I'm seeing. Who are you talking to, MJ? I'm talking to Mike McDaniel. Mm. Not just the Dolphins, because we know what they can do. Do not get outcoached by Shanahan. Do not be intimidated when you go back into Levi Stadium. You have been you have been coaching your mind off this entire season. Keep that going. You know their strengths. You know their deficiencies. And you know who's banged up right now. And that's quite a few guys on that Niners team. Make sure that the Finns stay all the way up and get the dub for me, Mike. MJ, I love what we saw from Mike McDaniel this week when we caught that sideline sound. He's talking to Tua Tonga-Vailoa. And he's reminding Tua of some video that he had recently seen of Tua in high school or in college. Mm. And he is 
ripping him saying your technique was trash it's man so good and so then i youtubed you and heard and saw this trent dilfer thing <laughs> showing all this high school from you Trent. and bro your your technique was trash <laughs> mike mcdaniel is oddly hilarious to me he he manages <laughs> to keep hilarious. it light he seems like he is the professorial kind of stat man yeah. and yet there's a twinkle in his eye which i think his players really respond to they do. I think it's because he's so disarming um, that he can he can speak to them at another level. Now, he gets them going as a head coach, as the person in charge of that squad, but it humanizes him at the same time. They respect him, but they know, man, he's got my back, and I know that because he's shown me. It's that, it's that little glimmer in his eye, like you said. It, it's very charming in the most awkward way. Nothing awkward about my guest today. I want to thank MJ Acosta-Ruiz for making the time, as she so often does, to join us here on TA the podcast. MJ, thank you for being here. Of course. Join us on Monday for a complete recap of week 13 in the NFL. Who starred? Who stumbled? Who played their way into the playoff picture? And who played their way out of it? Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.